Yeehaw, yeehaw, yeehaw. Okay. <laughs> I gotta do my I gotta do my warm-ups. My rootin' tootin' warm-ups. I'm sorry, I'm really out of it. Um all right. <clears throat> you got this. Thanks. We're doing it. We're this doing the, it. This is the first time I've had coffee in 15 days. Oh. Happy can only go well. Yeah. It's because it sounded really disgusting while I was very sick. So fair. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And I didn't need yeah. the caffeine because I'm like, why would I stay awake? I'm supposed to rest or whatever. Everyone's told me to rest. You really needed to rest, though. I did, and I rested a lot, but now I'm tired of resting. So. <laughs> You're giving rest a rest. Yeah, I rested enough for like at least three months at this point. So. No, Megan, no. <laughs> I don't rest. Like this what is I a regular thing. No. Um, saddle up oddfish it's time for another rowdy dow episode of the padra lorian today we'll be yapping about that book of boba fett episode three the streets of moss espa of which they're not really in the streets that much but whatever so y'all better shoot back your bug juice because we were honey-fuggled in this episode, and I'm ready to kick up a row about it. We were what? I don't want to be honey-fuggled. I do not want to be honey-fuggled. I have several questions. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's start with the fish thing. I don't want to be honey-fuggled, Meg. Why would you do this to me? Odd, odd fish means, like, weirdos. <laughs> okay, yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Tracks. Uh, and then a rowdy dow, which is, uh, I think, pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yep. Yeah, rowdy dow, <laughs> and then we'll be yapping, talking about, um, and then your bug juice is whiskey. Oh, right, because there's bugs in it. That is not no. <laughs> why, why is there bugs in it? Why is there Must bugs, there in, bugs your in whiskey? It? That's tequila. There's a worm in the tequila. Yeah, I was thinking of tequila. Wrong, wrong, wrong one. <laughs> oh, but there's not a worm in like most tequilas. Yeah. The tequilas I grew up around all had worms in them. But the tequilas I drank in my youth. <laughs> I didn't drink them. I was just aware of the worm and the bottles because it distressed me. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, Honeyfuggled uh, means that we were duped or cheated, um, yeah. which I'm particularly referencing the Tuscan Raider storyline in that instance because uh, they truly honeyfuggled us there. Were we duped um, or did we all know that was going to happen? I mean, we didn't know. <laughs> like, we knew, but, like, we didn't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't go so far as to say we were honey-fuggled st- so much as we were just yeah. fuggled, you know? I don't I, like that. We were fuggled. <laughs> uh, and kicking up a row. Non-fuggable to- tokens. <laughs> <laughs> honey-fuggled tokens. No. All right, I'm done. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> uh, kicking, up, kicking up a row means to complain or yell about. Yeah. So shoot back your bug juice because we were honeyfuckled and we're going to kick up a row about it. Also, we got to talk about rancors, which is a good part of the episode. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to talking about rancors. Yes, uh, truly. Let's, can we just, can we just, can it just be a rancor specific episode? No, I want to talk about the teens, too. I like the teens. I don't like those teens. I like the uh, teens, yeah. Not because I don't think that it's not Star Wars, but just because I just think be it's clear. stupid. <laughs> just 
clear, we don't have those bad opinions. Yeah, about Star- I, we have yeah, other no. bad Star Wars opinions, but not that particular yeah. bad yeah. Star Wars. I think opinion. it's very Star Wars. I just also think it's stupid, and that's why I think it's fucking dumb. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> which is why of, I love it. Which is exactly why I love shit it. In Star Wars. <laughs> I didn't, anyway. I didn't see the Saf Daddy Alliance coming in 2022, but I think <laughs> yeah, but here is, it is. It's gonna be a good thing for all of us. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that you two are agreeing on things. That means bad <laughs> things are about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Delightfully weird things yeah. are about to happen. At least <laughs> something's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's a rowdy now episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get honey fuggled. Have <laughs> <laughs> a rule with fear. I intend to rule with respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T Find out what it means to me R-E-S-P-E-C-T Take out T-C-T Boba Fett, and it's one of those fucking spider guys. <laughs> I forgot what they call, but they're you know their thing. The the little clicky clacky spider yeah, guys with the with the, the liquid, with the tank. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The CGI on that was not great. Uh, bo- it was not great. Bows, bozos, bo- <laughs> bozos. Hey, you bozo! I'm walking here. Get out of the way of the camera. We're trying to shoot the castle. <laughs> I'm filming here. Oh, so we finally get Italian representation in Star Wars. It is cool to move like Boba Fett is trying so hard to be a crime boss. Like the fact that he hasn't broken out that accent yet is like he has Italian. He's got a different accent. What? What is that? All the Italians are good for Danny is just to be in just to be in the mafia. Is that it? Is that all you think about my people and And to make pasta? Exactly all I think about your people. Oh, there's also one in the kitchen. (laughs) Okay, because this is a Star Wars podcast and I don't want people yelling at us on Twitter. The droid is called a BT-16 permitted droid, which is the most boring name possible. No, it's a bozo. bozo. That's a it's, bo- a bo- it's a fucking bozo. It's a bozo, it's a bozo yeah. Hey, we stick bozo. with bozo. <laughs> Boba's bozos. Boba's bozos. Boba's bozos. I'm going to draw this. I'm going to make this fan art. Boba's bozos. <laughs> this is... Oh, oh, don't get COVID, kids. Mm. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Oh, Can't God. stress to you how hard I am trying. <laughs> I, yeah. it's, it's very tough. Yeah, I'm going to need that luck. Once say, I think a lot here. of people try their hardest habit. Yeah, more people I know in the last like two weeks have caught COVID than yeah. like in the previous two years. Omicron, Omicron's real, a real bitch. Yeah. Um, but but anyway. as soon as it gets here, I'm never leaving the house. Yeah, smart. Uh, hey, we got the PSA out of the way. Yeah. Yep, PSA uh, done. PSA, get back, wear a mask. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it probably won't matter. Enjoy Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> it PSA. will matter because it'll be less bad. Because you got vaxxed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd say, can we talk about Star Wars now? But, yeah. Uh, uh, AT8. <laughs> AT8, our fun droid, gives Boba a PowerPoint presentation about oh the power my God, vacuum. This is painful. About Jabba's death. <laughs> 
the exposition was painful. It's just a literal debriefing, God. Let's take five minutes for you to watch the equivalent of a fucking Star Wars Explained video. (laughs) I have avoided watching any videos about Star Wars on YouTube, and I I don't prefer to keep it that way. I watched watched one, and my recommendations have been fucked ever since. (laughs) No, that's why I I don't touch Star Wars on YouTube, because I know that's going to happen. I watched one, like, here's the history of Mandalorian's videos, and then suddenly all of my YouTube recommendations are like, a black woman in Star Wars? You fool. Absolute fool. You can never watch videos about Star Wars or video games. You got to be signed out of your account and you got to be in the incognito tab. (laughs) You're going to go number two, kids. (laughs) Only watch Star Wars videos in incognito mode. You got to get vexed and masked. Opens incognito tab to go on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't need my ads knowing that. (laughs) So... <laughs> Mas Espa was divided between the Trindoshian, Aqualish, and Klatuian families. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody is waiting to see what kind of leader Boba Fett will be. You know how we, uh, you know how some people complain that like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and, and Trost didn't have um, like old established aliens? They all did like new designs. Yeah. I really just want to be like, there are other Star Wars aliens. <laughs> Other than Equalish, Transdotion, Transdotions, Transdotion. <laughs> is something we don't see that often. That's I will true. say. The trans. No, stop, stop. We are not going down the Transdotions road. We are not doing that. We could. I refuse. We could do it. We'll do it when we get to the actual. I know they have a. They'll have a scene and a like a a uh, what's what's the what's the mob word for it. But what? Like, there's isn't there? I remember from the trailer that there's just like a whole group. Oh yeah, yeah. Boba's like Council of Warlords. Yeah, yeah. Man, Um, I don't know. I don't remember shit from the trailer. I don't know. They're gonna have a parlay at some point. Um, I'll just use the parks of the Caribbean. (laughs) That will be friends. Johnny's dad. Johnny Depp's dad will come down at one point, and everything will be safe. There'll be a big rule book, and it'll be fine. So, God, run point two. Um, one of Boba's vassals comes to complain about his expensive water being stolen by youths. Wah, wah. Um, important, this vassal is is uh, Boyle's father from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is what- <laughs> That's why he's familiar. That's why he's familiar. He's a Boyle. <laughs> okay, but there's another Boyle in this show, too. There is? Oh, so Star Wars is populated with boils yeah, is all I'm the, saying. Um, the clerk at the mayor's office, not the oh, major double, but the other guy. Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. No, I see that now. Yeah. They're boils. And it's amazing. amazing. Um, <laughs> and his and bozos. <laughs> There's an episode title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the dude's name is Lortha Peel, which absolutely suits him. <laughs> and he says that nobody respects Boba and he'll double his tribute if Boba deals with the youths. So Boba- I has- love this guy so much. He's just like, these teens are causing so much trouble. And they go out there and it's like, the teens are like drinking water out of a drinking fountain. They're just vibing. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. The guy's just, like, see, see, scum of the earth. That is how a lot but of I don't know if you've ever heard of boomers. If you've ever they, lived in like a suburban area, I got the call, the cops called on me because I rode a moped. So like, yeah, like 
at um at Starbucks at Starbucks um like the youths would there was like a public bench area like right oh, outside yeah. and the youths would sit there and my manager would just stare at them through the window like loitering youths I'm waiting for them to cause trouble so I can call the cops I'm like bruh they've got nowhere else to go man just leave youth, them alone youths don't have anywhere to go and I can say this to someone to- who was saved by the 24-hour sherry's in high school because I always had somewhere to go at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, we would just sit in the mall because the really sad mall. I call it a mall. It is nothing like the malls that you Americans know. It is just a very sad space <laughs> with some shops in it. So far, <laughs> yeah, also we know. <laughs> it's very small. There's only like five shops or something and a warehouse and a supermarket. It's very tiny. And a McDonald's. You know how it is. There's always a McDonald's. And we would just sit in there and do nothing. And I'm like, yeah, man, being a teenager fucking sucks. I used to um, ride a moped to and from uh, school and work. And I got the cops called on me multiple times because there was a, a kid moped. who was riding their motorcycle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was causing a disturbance. My father was talked to on multiple occasions. My neighbors being like. Your kid riding that motorcycle is gonna, someone's gonna get hurt. That is some big Lorthopeal energy. Ugh. Huge Lorthopeal energy. So Boba heads into Mos Espa and confronts the youths who are definitely youths, no two ways about it. And they look like they came out of a hot topic, which they absolutely do. (laughs) They're cool kids with cybernetic enhancements and shiny shiny very clean very clean all these kids care about are their bikes they shouldn't be that clean they spend all of their time if you've ever had a shitty car that you care about more than anything in the world (laughs) yes it's really it's like it's a real big statement against like the fact that they live on tattooing to keep their bikes so nice and shiny and i respect that i mean i live in like the 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 earth equivalent of tattooing and i definitely like kept my first car very well maintained <laughs> it's true i live in the middle of a desert but they're, they're bike gang they love their bikes they're a vespa gang okay the water monger <laughs> the water monger charges a month's wage for the water and there's no work for these kids to even afford the water in the first place boba then offers them a job um and if he says is, i love this so much boba fett is yeah. looking at these teens and saying like the teens just need something to do after school. So rather than punishing them for hanging out, I'm going to help them be productive, be productive members of society by giving them some after school curriculars, such as helping me be a crime boss. Club. Yeah. And he's also like, he's also like, <laughs> these kids can't even afford water. I'm going to help them afford help living. to be a crime boss. Club. <laughs> Look, if Boba Fett came over I joined that team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If like Tim came to my school when I was a teen and was like, you want to join my crime syndicate i'd be like fuck yeah oh yeah they're gonna get letters for their jackets because of this like it's gonna be great yeah um they're gonna letter in (laughs) they're gonna let him uh and boba fett's like you better fight as good as you talk dank and i hate the phrase talk dank it's it's very like i keep thinking about this i'm not lying when i say i keep thinking about this but like he says talk dank which makes it sound like dank is like synonymous with shit Right. But then, like, dank ferric. I'm just like, whenever I think about that shit now, I'm like, ferric. shit balls. <laughs> <laughs> shit fuck. I mean, right? people say that. Yeah. Exactly. The other thing about this is that we, the people we've seen say this are uh, 
Din, Gina Carano, now Boba Fett. Like, so this is officially like millennial lingo. Um, when a millennial no. is specifically trying to relate to Gen Zers, I think is what's happening here. Finnick also sees Dank Fierk at some point. She does. Yeah. She says it in this episode. Oh, that yeah. undermines my entire yeah. argument because she is timeless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's trying to fit in. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She um, just hangs around Boba Fett too much. True. Are you calling Boba Fett a millennial? In, in this metaphor, <laughs> a millennial or I, Boba's probably more of a boomer, right? Mm, he's, Gen boomer. He's, he's Gen X. He's Gen X, I would say. <laughs> he's Gen X. He is disaffected. Django is the boomer. <laughs> Din is a boomer, regardless of age. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, pitting generations against each other is all fake. Anyway, it's fake. Uh, Peel, Lorna Peel, Lortha Peel. I keep saying Lorna Peel because I've been re- <laughs> listening to the High Republic. Um, Peel says that the youths owe him 1,300 credits for the water. And Boba's like, nah, bruh. Here's 500. These are my kids now. Lower your damn prices. Um, and like, who's that guy to say no? He can't. And uh, okay, I disagree with this, but I'm going to read it because you wrote it. Uh, these kids actually look like counterculture punk kids. They don't. These are not. I mean, I mean, in Tatooine, not in like the real world. Okay. They, okay. I mean, in in context of the universe, okay. they do look like '80s counterculture punk kids. Yeah. Probably Favreau's only point of reference, even though he wasn't one of those kids. He just no, saw he them vaguely not. across the hall them. at school. No, I, I think in the Favreau was of Star a meathead. Wars, I know it. They look like in the context of Star Wars, they look quite counterculture to like the rest of Tatooine. Yeah. Not okay. if, if I saw these kids in the real world, I would not think that. No, like they look they bought their shit from Forever 21. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not even hot topic anymore. Um, <laughs> they're not even hot hot topic. <laughs> yeah, they stole their the, shit from Forever 21. Uh, I haven't had wearing... dinner yet and I'm very hungry, so my brain thought <laughs> hot, hot pocket. pocket. <laughs> hot pocket. If they bought this shit from Hot Topic, they would just be wearing Star Wars shirts. Yeah. yeah. But even like old school hot topic, like they're not hard enough for old school hot topic anyway um the fact that their bikes are so shiny and clean on tatooine uh, says a lot about how much pride they've got in them um and uh the bangs girl is called drash and the eye patch guy is scad um (laughs) and we don't know the names of the other two these are one of them. One of them is names. referred to on like IMDb as the Nutcracker bike guy. So, <laughs> can we all just say? Can we stop playing the? She's obviously Omega. <laughs> She's wait. Oh God, that was definitely one a thing. thing. Oh, I'm one so thing. glad I'm not really tuned into Star Wars discourse anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Omega, Maori, obviously. And right. I think Omega would be so much older than that now. Right. One, you're what everything's wrong about that statement. Um, but also, yeah. also, I'm just very tired of another very thin white brunette being like sassy British brunette being like the everyone's it girl now. Um, like, like we get we get so a Kathleen annoying. Kennedy, you want to self-insert, but like stop right. <laughs> stop it. I'm bored. I'm bored. Um, is it Kathleen Kennedy self-sitting or is it these dude directors with a type? It's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of both. That's they all feed into each other. <laughs> they They're all enabling yeah. each other. 
it's the whiteness um <laughs> so <laughs> everybody goes home together um and uh, they move in they each have their i'm sure all of the kids are very excited to have their own rooms that they can decorate <laughs> um put up the posters they're, yeah they're, they're in the boba dorm yeah <laughs> and it's time for back to flashbacks and first, first we cut to baby Boba watching his dad fly away again because he does offhandedly m- mention to Lorth Appeal that he grew up surrounded by water. And he, we know he means Camino, but he's like, yeah, Tatooine used to have water. It's like, no, you fucko, shut up. <laughs> Come on. That got mentioned like seven times in this episode. We're definitely going to see Tatooine like back underwater by the end of this, right? I would love to. That would be cool. I'm not going to say we will, but that would be cool. I would love to. Um, or maybe I like a river. Just, I think they're just trying to do the metaphor between, you know, Tatooine and Camino. Yeah. They yeah are, I think there's definitely trying to, yeah, there's parallels being drawn here for sure. I'm just not pick. I'm not smart enough to pick up on them, you know? Okay. I'm like, I can tell that they're there, but beyond that. No, I think that's, it. I think that's all that there is to it. I don't know if there's anything deeper than... I think it's entirely possible that it's just like Favreau's idea of Tatooine used to be covered in water and he thinks it's like the coolest lore element ever. It's like when you're a dungeon master and you think you've come up with something really cool and you just keep saying it to your players, hoping they'll latch on to it. And they're just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. It doesn't have water now, though. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that up. Can I please put this player into the bag of bounty now? (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't. Uh, Back with the Tuscans. He's riding off on a bantha, headed to Moss Isley to meet with the Pikes. We get a good shot of the Stormtrooper helmets on the sticky stick, spiky stick kind of Pikes. Pikes with an I, not Pikes with a Y. Um, and also Pelimoto's in the background. Um, I didn't notice any of this. I was also not looking at it. I just <laughs> had it on while I was doing something else. I forgot her name and I just yelled, oh, Pelimoto. it's Ripley. Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, she's been on Tatooine for so long. She's so tired of it. <laughs> so the Pike, her off the, the Pike with a Y boss says that they're already paying protection money to the Kintan Striders. And Boba says the sand belongs to the Tuscans and that he'll resolve this. But he heads back to the Tuscan camp and, well, the tents are burnt. <laughs> The Tuskens are massacred. <laughs> Anakin was there. Uh, no, that's not why. Oh, that would be <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, we see the leader and the black robe. No, we don't see the black. We robe. do see the. That's one of the ones who was. They did a close up on them. That's the no, one. That I was did the leader. See. No, that was the leader. The was the one that we closed up on. Oh, I thought it was darker robes, but maybe no. It was the leader. The leader is the one that they no, because the leader is the one that has. You know how old Tuscans have those weird wooden things around their necks? No, the leader has one. Okay, they've got these weird wooden things around their necks, and I notice it all the time. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? But the leader has two instead of just one, and that Tuscan had two, which is how I know who it is. Okay, okay, I thought it was. I think I guess then the robes were just burned, and that's why they look darker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I guess we don't see any close-ups of the child or the black rub Tuscan. So, like, maybe they escaped. I wouldn't count on it. Uh, I figure if they were this gonna is Star like, Wars, and I think this they is like you don't see for... the body. If you don't see the body, just assume they're probably yeah, still alive. And I think they would have showed them for like the man pain, yeah. right? Because yeah. like those were the two people that Given Bobo was like closest yeah. to. 
Um, and so they would have been like, here's a dead kid um, <laughs> to make, to like, be like, oh, look at his motivation for revenge. Yeah. Because um, Star Wars is not subtle. No. It is not subtle. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if we'll, we might see them again, maybe like the last episode of the season. Uh, that up. seems yeah. right. <laughs> so the Nikto Sandwriters did this. The fuckers. Uh, so back to the present. I mean, we talked about it a bit last episode. Yeah, like, so this is what people were very afraid of, of happening, right? Is that the Tuskins are just used as a plot device. And like many, uh, many similar like Western stories, they end up getting massacred and used as a like uh, they I mean it's basically a fridging right to like give Boba Fett motivation to do whatever or to allow him to move on they all have to get murdered um, and it's bullshit uh, especially after they in, I mean, it's only been three episodes. It seems like it's been so more than like three episodes. I thought this was episode four. I I'm did. I did. Lie. <laughs> um, but like in in episode two, in particular, they did do so much developing of the Tuscans as like a full like society and like full people and like not just a caricature of um, indigenous peoples, and then they they're not here anymore right like they outlived their usefulness um or they lived out their usefulness and so now they're just murdered um and that's fucked up but also the fact that it keeps happening is what like the problem is with like media and disney and there were definitely ways to approach a storyline without doing that correct um like i personally would have done it differently right uh and that's again why like having people behind the camera right in the writer's room in production like and like making these decisions of where the story goes is very important um because like they someone could have been like "Mm, no this seems bad um but like instead they just have john favreau doing whatever the fuck he wants um and it's bad (laughs) so um definitely again there's a lot more people um on on twitter who have written uh especially like indigenous peoples who have written articles about the treatment of the tuscans um in this in particular, in the book of Boba Fett in particular. Um, so definitely seek that out if you want to learn more. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's so disappointing because this these kinds of things keep happening. And it also seems like, uh, it's also just story-wise, it's also very close to what happens in The Mandalorian to where everyone gets slaughtered and then there's the lone wolf like again who is out there like who somehow escapes it and now is driven for 
you know, getting back and surviving and stuff like that. And it's boring. Story-wise, it's boring um, to have the same motivations. And the fact that it's so predictable is, it's not interesting. Yep. Plus the potential of this, of the thing in the Mandalorian is more interesting than this as well. Right. Right. Because some of them, it was stated that some of them escaped. Right. And there's that whole, they're obviously doing something where they're going to be rebuilding Mandalore to some extent. That's like, obviously the direction that they're going with that, but this is just like another kind of, they did it more interesting. The the boring story is even more interesting when they did it the first time around. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's like, does Jean Favreau just have one, one thing he can do? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's being generous. (laughs) Yeah. Dude writers like that generally, you know, just rehash ideas. That's my, like, one thing I found interesting, um, <clears throat> which is somewhat unrelated to that, but in the credits, a staff writer was credited. So I wonder if John Favreau actually writes the episodes or if he just writes the treatments and then other writers write the episodes and just don't get credited in the same way. Oh, maybe. Because that generally is what a staff writer is. It's the person who actually writes the episode. Hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if there are people who deserve credit or criticism. <laughs> Though, like I said, John Favreau is definitely the one writing the treatments and right. the, the whole thing. I think like my biggest problem with this show goes back to that, where it's like, I feel like this is just a less good Mandalorian mm-hmm. with a less mm-hmm. interesting protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think like Din is because and the baby is a much more interesting dynamic um, than what we've gotten so far, partially because we basically got nothing with Fennec Shand other than like... Right. I'll kill him for you, boss. And like, that's not a character trait, really. Like, I don't, we still don't really know anything about her. Right. Um, and we're three episodes in and she's the co-lead of the show. So I don't know. I don't know. That was kind of just my, that's, that's my overarching opinion on, on all the episodes I've seen for so far. I was like, this is just the less good Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm having a great time with the show because to me, it doesn't feel like the Mandalorian. And I love watching Tim do anything. So I'm having That's a fair. great time with it. Yeah. And literally anytime his face is on screen, I'm like, this rocks. This is so good. Tim for me is the show's saving grace at this point. Yeah, if this like, was literally any other character, I probably wouldn't care. Wouldn't care like any all. other actor. But Tim fills me with so much joy in the way that he acts and yeah. interacts with everything. He's, I'm just like he's so great. And I also wanted to comment on that that like rather after I got over feeling angry about what happened in that storyline like watching the scene where he does um burn the bodies and sort of like mourns the loss like i'm in tears like that is an amazing performance and it is it is really i think yeah again acknowledging and and looking for voices who aren't mine to actually speak on this topic because i don't really have that perspective i did find it to be a really beautiful performance and a really like touching way to uh acknowledge the shittiness of the situation in a way i don't know if that makes sense but yeah i I think like the tuscans are the only time in the show i felt like boba fett has had a genuine connection with another character yeah he's like finally found a family Mm -hmm. as opposed to like yeah yeah him and the rancor was the other one yeah we'll get there we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah um, it's gonna happen to that fucking rancor and i'm gonna cry there are (laughs) all of like the all of the dumb people on Twitter who complain about Boba Fett with his helmet off all the time, they're fools because like- They're fools. Tem's, Tem's facial expressions yeah. when he acts, like especially mm. in that scene and then like the Rancor scene, they're so 
good. Also, yeah, I really want to so tell good. all these people that Pedro Pascal is not going to be wearing that fucking helmet next season as much as he has. We've been. seen it. We've seen his <laughs> yeah. beautiful face. He's not. Gonna get, can't, they can't take that away from us. I no. guarantee he is not going to be wearing that helmet for a massive chunk of. Right. That was like character development for him was him taking off the helmet. Like it had a purpose. Um, as as Miss Helm the helmet stays on, I'm a little sad about that. But as Miss Helmet stays on, um, I also don't I'm also like, hell yeah, who gives a shit if Bo is wearing his helmet? Like he yeah. looks cool in it, but he looked great without it. Right. And like yeah. he wears it enough that you get like iconic yeah. cool shots and shit like See, that. This is coming yeah. from me, so you know that it's you know it's it's, it's true. Um so back in the present, black Chrysanthemum, black Satan yanks. I knew. Don't do not. I, I'm gonna say don't call him. That. No. no, that's really bad. But I uh, knew this is where we were gonna go. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Okay. Um. Why is that second? Why is that first end there? The, anyway, doesn't matter. Santon. Um, Santa. Santa. Like Santa, Santa with an N at the end. Oh, I, that actually helps. Santa. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's how I think of it too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, so last Black, week I said this is not Black Santa. So I, obviously, wrong. stupid Danny. Of course, of course, it's the character that we've already I, seen. That I looks like vaguely that like this last, character. Last week you were like, this character looks exactly like that character, but it's not that character. And I was like, it, but it's sure, like it doesn't. Only you believe that. Well, okay. Yeah, it vaguely resembles him. I feel like it doesn't actually look like the character from the comics. There's like a whole uh, story arc where he gets the scar on his eye that's completely missing from this character. But again, now I'm being the pedantic Star Wars fan. And I, think, I want to listen to myself in incognito mode only, so I'm going to stop talking. I think, uh, like, I haven't read the comics, but like, I saw like the side by side like pictures people are posting on Twitter, right? And I think what gives it away is the armor, not necessarily that. Yeah, like, it was the armor. Their yeah. their faces are exactly the same, or their their fur patterns are exactly the same, but like the armor is exactly the same. <laughs> I like, think I was so horrified by the possibility of someone even remotely connected to Doctor Afra showing up on screen and being handled by this creative team that I was yeah. just like, no, it's not. No, do it. You know. <laughs> the denial was very strong. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Wait for Deborah Chow at least. We were very hopeful about a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So the, cur- the, the cursed monkey's paw is we get a Dr. Afro show, but Dave Filoni's the showrunner. Cursed monkey's paws, we get a blank and Dave Filoni slash John Favreau the showrunners. So I know nothing about this character and haven't thought about Star Wars since we last recorded and until I watched the episode this morning. And when I saw that name pop up on the subtitles, because I'm an old man and I watch things with subtitles. No, I do too. Um, I was just like, oh my God, we were so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we had this whole thing last Instantly. week. <laughs> we had this whole thing last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last week I was like, isn't it isn't it the Wookiee from Dr. Afro? And one of you like, no. Denny, Denny was like, no. And I was like, we did it, we did Denny's a whole wrong, segment. I will let him believe it for now. <laughs> I'm I'm very comfortable with the fact that I was wrong. It's, this is a weekly occurrence for me: is that getting to admit in this podcast that I was wrong about a thing. I'm used to it by now. I was gonna let you have that extra week of denial, you know. Okay, so our alliance crumbled so fast. Yeah. No, because that's what you wanted, Danny. Exactly. You know what? I'm with Ash. The Boba Fett sucks. Bring back the Mandalorian. Oh, I can't even. Nope, I disagree. No. I don't agree with yeah. that. I don't think Boba Fett sucks. <laughs> 
I think Boba Fett's cool. I think he's the only cool part of the show. I think Sorry, every, I meant Boba Fett, Thomas I think Face, the book the, of. Yeah, the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think, it's I think the character Boba Fett is the only interesting part of the show. Everything else, I'm just like, I don't make me care. <laughs> I don't know. It is I, their job to make said, people that care. Said, a lot of the first season of the Mandalorian, that's what we were saying is that the Mandalorian is the best thing about the show and we didn't, wouldn't care otherwise. Like that was genuinely a thing that people were saying. That's true. So like, this is the same vibe. I guess I just find, I guess I just find the Mandalorian more interesting and endearing than I'd find Boba Fett, yeah. which is probably yeah. why. I, yeah, which probably big reason for that. It was probably the way. Great Mandalorian joke. Um, <laughs> anyway. that was, that was top notch. Uh, so Boba Fett gets yanked out of the tank, and that is a slippery, glistening man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was so slippery. <laughs> it's so glistening. Uh, Boba does his best, but he was he was just yanked out of a back to tank, and this is a big angry Wookiee. But I do have to say, I would really love if uh Chris Anton could pop my back. <laughs> Yeah, he oh, does seem like you get a crack your back real good. You can Chrysanthemum snap? Can can Chrysanthemum crack my back like a glow stick? That'd be nice. right. Please, thank you. Um, yeah. I sit in a chair all day. <laughs> <laughs> but Boba's new kids are here to rescue him, and they're ready to kick ass, or at least try to. They kind Boba- of suck. <laughs> can a lot. Look, I mean, to be fair, they're... Black Chrysanthemum is like, yeah, pretty and- tough. And yeah. they're youths, like they usually yeah. bully boils. Um, they don't, <laughs> yeah. they're not going up against like real Very different enemy type. Yeah, like real assassins and stuff right. like that. Right? They haven't it's even had syllabus vibe. day with Boba yet. Like- no, it's a very <laughs> different vibe. Although I do have to say, I originally thought what Drash is that I already forgot. Yeah, um, trash, I think. I thought what she had was like a taser, and I was like, don't use that, Boba's wet. <laughs> <laughs> but she just stabbed him instead, so it was fine. <laughs> I did love how all the teens have their own special little, like, they're, they're Power Rangers. They're yeah, literal they Power Rangers. I was going to say, I would, watch a, I would watch a show about them. Yeah. Like, and just... They are, they're adorable, honestly. Yeah, that could be so much fun. If they made, um, like, the Fast and the Furious cartoon, if they made a Mm. spinoff like that, but with these kids, that could be really good. A a comic The moderately fast and moderately furious. Moderate. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to how fast they are later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I sure didn't watch a lot of this episode. Um, So... Boba gets a few good waxes with his gaffy stick, and the Gamorians are knocked down the stairs. Um, and also, Cursantin takes a probably delicious bite out of one of them. Uh, <laughs> but probably, yeah, delicious. They're pigs. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, love pork. Yeah. So, probably delicious. I don't want to talk about eating Gamorians. So Fennec arrives. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. It's too late. Fedek arrives, of course, to save the day and locks Chrysanthemum in the pit. Boba gets his hurt Gamorrean guard into his back to tank, which I think is very sweet. He's taking care of his kids. Yeah. He cares. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day, there is a lot of food, which Fennec is 100% enjoying while Boba is focused on work. 
He has to send a message, but Fenix says he already has by capturing Chrysanthem. Boy, put up your feet and relax. Um, and there's also the fractal broccoli. I find that fractal broccoli so funny. Romanesco. They keep using it for things. Because it looks weird. <laughs> I still, I still, Were there that apples? one bit. And that one bit of false awakens <laughs> with the apple with the fractal broccoli inside it so still sweet. kills me. It so still sweet. kills me. I see pro- fra- and they're probably just digging out in the ILM prop department. Like we need some fucking weird food. And I don't want to make anything else. Let's grab some stuff. I will say food. that weird frog fish, whatever it is, like meal thing with the tongue sticking out. Hilarious. I love it. I want to make it. Oh, I forgot. Like a, pe- uh, like a pecking duck or peeking duck. Yeah, yeah, but was, nothing like a duck. Yeah, there was one thing I forgot to mention in the last episode of the Podramorian that I really need to address here because we were talking about weird animal stuff. The <laughs> hut mopping himself with the gerbil, so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that is like, really funny. That was my takeaway. It was just like dabbing your sweat off. Every time he raised his hand with it, hamster. I was like, oh God, is he going to eat it now? No, like I was so ready he was going to mop up the dabbing. sweat and then eat it. But every time he lifted it to his mouth, I was like, oh God. No, he's just, he's just, yeah. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> um, um, I love that little feast scene. It felt like yeah. Thanksgiving. It felt like they were having Thanksgiving <laughs> at Boba's Palace. So this is going to be a Thanksgiving episode for me from now on <laughs> amazing the speak of the devils uh the twins arrive with a gift and to apologize they admit sending chrysanthemum to kill him but they have a gift to make up for it it's a fucking rancor hell yeah okay before we get to the rancor mm-hmm. the poor uh litter carriers who <laughs> the huts were like we want to visit boba fett at his home they're like it's literally ten it's miles that way walk. in the desert. Like C three PO and R two D two, it took like days for them to get there. And the huts are like, "Let's go." They could have just like you could have just taken a ship. There's enough. Like, there's enough room to yeah. land a ship or the speeder. And maybe there. they also, did, but I imagine that they made them. No, they I think they made all them. the way out there. Yeah. Oh, they absolutely walked the whole way. There's also the drummer, and I just want to say that the drummer gets he's in the credits, like he's credited. But you never get to see him because Phoenix always in the way of him, which is just really funny to me. <laughs> Phoenix is Mike Wazowski. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw him in the credits as drummer. I was like, where the fuck is a drummer? And it took me ages to find him because, yeah, Phoenix always standing right in front of him. <laughs> the drummer's the, the Star Wars Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Love it. And... Uh, also, the Rancor Keeper is our boy, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Woo! What a surprise. I'm so happy to see him. I so exciting. Love Danny Trejo. <laughs> he's um, so good. And he's like a pit bull advocate, too. Yeah. So him being a Rancor Keeper, like, felt right. Yeah. And I mean, Danny Trejo is just really wonderful person. Like, if you've watched, inter- if you've read, like, interviews with him or watched interviews with him, like, he is just a really good person person he's just a big sweetheart yeah he is so great um and so (laughs) he's in muppets most wanted which i know is a very like niche reference but when i was watching with orbs she was like why don't i recognize him and i was like i don't know he's machete she's like no he's in spy kids (laughs) yeah no that's that's my (laughs) point of reference (laughs) he's in 
he's in multiple Robert Rodriguez things. He's also in Predators. Um, yeah, that's right. He is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he unfortunately is one of the first people to get killed by the predators. But anyway, spoiler alert. Um, so spoiler question. alert for 2018 movie. What if you were a crime boss, just to sort of establishing yourself, and your biggest competitors were these two twin huts, and you had sort of a, a confrontation where they said, "Well, they'll be back," and then like a day later, they show up at your doorstep and say, "Actually, we were wrong. We're sorry." Here. Have a rancor as an apology from us. Do you take the rancor? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Hell yes, you take the rancor. That rancor has one hundred percent been trained to eat boba at the moment. That you the can't. Huts you can't you. train a rancor to be an assassin. Okay. And wow. I've learned, I've learned <laughs> too this, good for that. I've learned this the hard way. Um, when you are given gifts, may they be expensive things <laughs> or maybe just a check. <laughs> Don't refuse them because it doesn't seem right. Just take the gift. Take. Even if the gift is going to eat you in your sleep? It's a days? Trojan it's Rancor. It's a it's Trojan gonna, Rancor. How is it going to get him? It's in the pit. Yeah, it's fine. And Danny Trejo's there. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. fine. I trust Danny Trejo. <laughs> He's got to take care of things. <laughs> you know I want to love the Rancor. And you know I do love the Rancor and Danny Trejo. But do I trust them? I trust no. them. I trust them wholeheartedly, especially learning that it's a baby and especially learning that like Danny Trejo kept the blinders on so it can imprint on Boba Fett like that. Or so he told. No, Boba it's Fett. true. It's I'm what if they train the rancor to say the next person you see is who you're going to kill in exactly this 72 is, hours after this you is first Danny see Trejo slander and I will not stand for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll step back on this one. <laughs> so Boba tells the Huts to leave and he'll consider a truce. And they tell him they're leaving, but not for like that reason. They don't really give a shit about him. Um, this territory has already been promised to another syndicate by Mayor Mokshay's. And uh, Boba Fett offers Chrysanthemum back if the twins renounce their claim to Tatooine. And they say, give him back to the warlords to sell him. Keep him as a tribute. That sucks. Um, so Boba sets him free and advises him not to work for scug holes. Um, <laughs> Chrysanthemum's just like, okay, whatever, and just runs off into the desert, it's which I thought was it. the funniest thing. It's so funny. I, like, I don't know like, what else he would do. Like, do, Walking off also just kind of feels wrong, but just right, running. I would be like, can I stay here, or can you give me a ride into town or something? Do you have lunch or something? Like, I could go for some food. Something like his whole, like, standing still, up. and then just run. It, like, made me think of a video game character when they're just like, <laughs> oh, now I run this way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it did have big video game character energy. Yeah. I'm just playing an MMO on Tatooine. And I'm just like, oh, I fulfilled this quest. Time to run off over here. <laughs> big Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> Not enough bunny people. Uh, Star Wars, give me more bunny people. <laughs> and so now we're now we're actually at the rancor part so boba fett meets his new rancor and rancor trainer danny trejo the poor thing is real depressed and that's a <laughs> fucking mood um, i think we all relate to that rancor. yeah what's the line <laughs> why is he it, it's depressed it yeah doesn't why move. is he, I'm just why like, is why he laying why down why is it like that because <laughs> he's depressed this he's is... depressed great this most relatable character in star wars by default True. why are you laying down i'm depressed 
And who among us doesn't want to lay down in the middle of the floor? Yeah. I do that very often. Oh, I lay down in the middle floor every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Same. And Danny Trejo gives us the line of Rancor are emotionally complex creatures. And Rancor are friends. Rancor yeah. are friends, not food. <laughs> And then also references the courtship of Princess Leia, talking about how the Night Sisters rode them on Dathomir. Remember how last week we see the Princess of Courtship Leia's foundational? It's we found- proven right. Okay, so I think this is. Uh, I don't know if this is the right time. I think we meant to do this in the beginning and then got very. Oh distracted. yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, but I don't, listeners, I don't know if you know, but David Farland, aka Dave Wolverton, passed um this week this past week and he was the author of the courtship of princess leia and i i mean this with like 100 sincerity in my heart is that i wouldn't be the person i am without the courtship of princess leia and i wouldn't be the star wars fan i i am without it uh that was the first star wars book i read i was 10 years old in the fourth grade um and it was it changed star wars for me and introduced me to the eu uh and it had just so many you know, 10-year-old Meg back in the 90s, like cool things that I didn't think Star Wars had. And I wrote a lot of self-insert Witch of Dathomir fanfic after that. (laughs) It wasn't, I didn't know it was that back then, but now I clearly see it was that. So, (laughs) but when we say when we every time we say the courtship prince lace foundational we really do mean that there is so much stuff in the star wars eu and that has been transported to canon that came from that book it was one of the first eu books after the throne trilogy and i'm just really grateful that that book exists and it gets a lot of shit in the star wars fandom but like i am thankful all the time that dave wolferton wrote that book it was sincerely love that book like I make fun of it a lot, but it was sincerely like, yeah, a there Star are- Wars, a Star Wars book that was very, very important to me for a very long time. Yeah, there are a lot of things to make fun of in that book. Uh, it's <laughs> and that's what very, makes it so good, right? It's very 1990s sci-fi. Uh, they call Han Solo a morsel of a man. Like it's hilarious. It's great. But it's fantastic. It's, Every part of that book was sincerely written, and that's why I can respect it, even if, even the parts that are stupid, because it it is it is it, it is truthfully what it is, and I respect that. Because mm, yeah, what is that if not our Padron? So anyway, um, they uh, there is a I don't know if it's actually a GoFundMe, but there is a um, a fundraiser going around for his family. Um, Danny, can we put that in the show notes? Um, so if you have a few bucks, you know, if you want to thank him for, for courtship of Princess Leia, um, you know, feel free to support his family. So, uh, Um, I think we should all put out a woot for Dave. I never thought we'd woot horn again. Neither. That felt right. Like, there are a few it things you can right. cut out in the world, but one thing I want you to know in the deepness deep of your heart is that we will always boot again. <laughs> there will always be an opportunity. I don't know for when boots. and I don't know why, but I do know 
we will always find an ounce of uncertainty. <laughs> the five of us together, <laughs> we will we'll always. We will woot again. <laughs> I'm really emotional about that. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so Boba Fett is you all so much. Boba Fett is so psyched about this rancor. <laughs> his um, face. He has I love his softest, face throughout this whole scene. The softest face. Uh, when he like w- says he wants to learn to write the rancor he's just like a kid with a new beautiful puppy and it's you can tell that he already like loves this rancor so much and he's like oh is this like the spot that you like to be scritched at and it's just uh so oh and he's going so oh good. what are we gonna call you oh he's like, oh you're a good boy <laughs> and they're like danny trejo is vibing with this right like danny yeah. trejo's like this is a man that i can respect and trust to like take care of this rancor and so the trainer tells him to like stand right in the middle of of the rancor's eyesight and takes the binders off blinders off so it imprints on boba and now they're besties um boba gives him good scritches and the rancor is so happy and <laughs> ad8 tries to interrupt and boba fett's like go away i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was just so cute it's i so cute. love that moment so much he's like not now i'm not now i'm busy <laughs> this entire scene brought me so much I'm joy with my dog, for this scene <laughs> i'm training I'm, the puppy yeah i'm obviously busy right now ad you need to leave <laughs> big dad who didn't want a dog but now they're best friends energy you know yeah okay, it's like yeah. They, you get it for your kid and you're like you gotta take care of him because i don't actually want this dog and then like the kid gets bored immediately and it's just like i love this dog i love this dog as my child and you just take it away uh it's literally my dad with every dog um <laughs> i've heard i <laughs> he's i've seen him praise dogs more than he's ever praised me <laughs> Humphreys are dog people. <laughs> he loves dogs so much. Anyway, <laughs> Boba, unfortunately, this is a big deal. And like Boba has to say goodbye. And Danny Trejo's like, don't worry, baby boy. Like Boba will be back soon. And it's just so sweet. Um, this is probably one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars, I think. Yeah, it's the only scene that matters to me now, besides the Ewoks. Uh, so <laughs> Boba and Fennec go to visit the mayor with their new cyberpunk bodyguard kids. And uh, <laughs> that girl has so many mirrors on her bike. <laughs> Why does she have so many mirrors? To see things. There's so many mirrors. Maybe she's like really bad at turning or backing she's, up. So she's you a really really bad wants driver. to make sure there's no blind spot. <laughs> Absolutely no chance of a blind they spot. They just keep adding mirrors every time she gets in a crash. <laughs> she's a really bad driver, is my head cannon. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh so they her friends me- are just like really upset that she keeps crashing her crashing her bike so they just keep adding more mirrors yeah. when she's not paying attention yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this is the the twilight um they tell the fleshy twilight that they have questions for the mayor his name is wormy i've decided no because luke's nickname is wormy no this I is call my taken. Dog- I call my dog wormy you okay can't. i'm gonna you call can't. it the fleshy twilight call it fleshy <laughs> much worse than fleshy yep, that, that's no more conversation needed okay <laughs> yeah, i said that you said that lift my mouth 
and left my mouth and I was like, I regret, I regret that sentence. <laughs> and he signs it with a little heart over the eyes. It's recorded. I feel certain that fleshy with an eye is the name of the sex toy somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it 100% I'm, is. I'm certain of it. And it looks right. uncannily like this character. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Also, yeah. It's just, it's just Leku. That's the yeah. That's uh, the glisteners. If you want to look that up, make sure you use an incognito tab. That's very important. <laughs> incognito tab, save your life. While you're while while you're on Wiki, Wikipedia, also <laughs> the same incognito tab. Yeah. So um, now I'm just thinking. Surely there's got to be someone that like really has a thing for tweet like head tails, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh. Yeah, and it's a majority of Star Wars people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's why they're often sold as like dancing girls and shit. People like love that. the head tails. People love those squirmy prehensile. <laughs> <laughs> It, that's the foot. Them. That's the foot fetish of the Star Wars. Cool and squirmy. That could no, be its name. This might be the first time that I'm just editing out the entire episode. <laughs> when you say cannot. edit, it means that I'm just going to press delete. I cannot, I cannot call the fleshy too much squirmy. We cannot. Like <laughs> Oh, you're all canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> thanks. Oh, thanks, Coffee. Um. Anyway, they tell Fleshy that they have to questions for the mayor. <laughs> um, she's so hot when she threads people, which is all the time. So the toilet goes back to check with the mayor, but actually he just locks the door and dips. I can't believe you wouldn't say what I wrote, Mead. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, Saf, Saf wrote in the notes that he locks the door and worms out, which I do not appreciate. Can we not? Yeah. <laughs> the admin, who is a boil, is not getting paid enough for this. So they I break- feel like we've all been where he is. Oh, you're we just like, oh, yeah. I'm not seeing what's happening right now. I've like, had to deal. Happening. There have been so many times where someone really pushy wants to come in and like see my boss. And no matter what I do, they won't calm down or go away. And I'm just like, I'm going to get my boss because I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I shouldn't have to. I get paid like $10 an hour. <laughs> not my problem anymore. So they break into the mayor's office, but nobody is there. Fennec orders the teens to go get the Twi'lek, and they go on a moderately fast speeder chase. <laughs> moderately oh, fast speeder chase. My God. This was the slowest. <laughs> this is the most scene I've ever so seen. Funny. In my if you're this run an after-school club, you have to know that keeping the kids safe is the number one priority. So Boba this had is, to give them the speeders wearing, that only went to a certain speed. They're not wearing helmets. They're not wearing helmets. That's yeah, well, this... he didn't have time. Again, we're on day one of the club here. He had time to adjust the speeder and speedometer on these, at least. Like, that's good. So this slow. was the most uninteresting action scene. Not just I've ever seen in Star Wars, just ever seen, period. Like, I was what, just you like, watched, this uh, this... You haven't watched The Last Airbender? <laughs> I have, but I, I blocked the majority of it out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's wise. That's I wise. had a trauma response to it. And it was like, nope. I have that one scene. I have that one scene permanently just 
stamped into my brain so I'm jealous um I genuinely found this scene hilarious just because for one thing they're going at a very moderate pace which I find oh incredibly God. funny I find that very funny but for another thing every time they show um the guy the Twi'lek Wormy um the expression he's making is so funny <laughs> I just can't yeah. it was so bad <laughs> I had a great time. Multiple people got paid to do this. I felt so frustrated. Like I felt the same feeling that I have when I'm like in the car with my dad and he drives exactly the speed limit and I'm just (laughs) furious. It was (laughs) so uncomfortable to watch. It was so uncomfortable. Just go faster. (laughs) Um I didn't really look at it. They were driving mopeds. Those things only go like 30 miles per hour. Only so fast those things can go. I I thought it was fun. I don't understand all the hate on the internet either. Yeah, me and Danny are both like, this was a great time. She's like, the teens are like having fun. Fleshy's like. It was so slow. The most useless person ever. It was so slow and they weren't cutting enough. They're on the desert. They're all dehydrated. They can't go faster than that. It doesn't need to be fast, honestly. I I'm okay it just with the change of pace furious. in the chase scene. <laughs> yeah, fast and, and, and or furious. It was there's neither fast nor more intense, and it was fine. There's fast a line in Furious Seven. There's a line in Furious Seven where Vin Diesel just goes, "It's not just about being fast," and like that's just what it made me think. Right now. <laughs> uh, it's also about being furious. All it's mostly about being furious, Indeed. honestly. Uh, so <laughs> they smash through a beautiful portrait of a hut, which is really too bad. And Bang's girl takes out fleshy speeder and he crashes into a Melu run stall, of course. Ugh. I gotta say, in real life, those things kind of like nipple fruits, you know? <laughs> they look, it's they the look like those extremely- No one say anything. Like, <laughs> Just let it sit. Just let it hang they, <laughs> they look like, you know, like how every like- Sometimes you'll see like new super fruit makes you whatever. Yeah, yeah like better. Yeah, it looked I'll like see. that. It looked like one of those that tastes like ass, but people tell you it's good. <laughs> <laughs> there are like spiky. I can't remember what they're called. Dragon um, fruit is one. That's no, like no, 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 no. I'm not thinking of dragon fruit. Are you thinking about Robotong? <clears throat> I don't know. They green. They're like yay big. Um, no, that's <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they are. I've seen them at the supermarket a couple times. And are you talking about I the did... outside of durians? No, they're not durians. Okay. I can smell a durian, <laughs> and they kind of remind me of, of that very same thing. Of like, I got one because I was curious, and it tasted like shit. No, they don't taste good. They don't taste good. Um, so Boba jetpacks down, which I feel like really could have saved this entire situation from happening in the first place, and asks where the heck the mayor is. And Fleshy admits that the mayor is working with dun-dun-dun, the pikes, with a Y. And a transport ship arrives carrying pikes with a Y, and one of the teens reports this to Boba, and Fennec says that this is just the first wave. They're going to war. And Boba says... They'll be ready. I understand now why pikes wear the helmets because when they take them off, they've just got cute fishy faces. They got which is cute not very faces. intimidating. Yeah. So I can see why they wear those masks because it's a lot more intimidating. Their faces are cute. They got cute <laughs> and it make, faces. It makes me mad that they're like villains. In this, yeah. Their faces are real cute. Uh, so that was apparently episode three of the Book of Boba Fett. Um, some things to not like some things to love aka the rancor 
Yeah, I had a great time with this episode. I had fun, like, almost the whole thing. I was just like, whoa! They made this, they're targeting this directly at me, I feel. Yeah, that's that's probably pretty fair. That tracks. (laughs) This is for the saps in the world. Yeah. Like, the fact that we got a glistening Boba Fett just fills me with so much joy. I gotta say. slippery Boba Fett. The entire scene, I was just like, this is amazing. This show rules. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I feel bad for I'm... Black Chrysanthemum who got all of that like backed in his fur after that. To be but... fair, it's his fault for pulling him out of the bank thing. Wouldn't mm. wouldn't that be good though? Wouldn't it just like it's not enough. It's just like you got splotches of it. And it, he's gonna he's come just, back the next episode and have just like really beautiful weird. fine hair, but just did like spots, <laughs> very <Yeah>. hairy parts. <laughs> oh, he's tied them into little ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Um. Oh, now I'm thinking about what like a a a, a soaked Wookie would look like, and it's not great. <laughs> it would be very I funny. Think about that. Well, it would be very, you'd be able to see so much of what they look like underneath. Yeah, the I don't want to see it. I don't like, want to see their what if they just look like a, What if they just look like a dude? It's a guy. It's just a guy. No. They have dog noses. I imagine but it's the silhouette like, would be just a guy. It's is like it just a, wait, wait, wait a second. Is it just a guy with a dog nose? <laughs> Maybe it is. Yeah. It's just a guy with a dog nose and a lot of fucking hair. <laughs> that ruins everything about Wookiee. Surely for me. a Google shaped Wookiee. I no! was literally about to do the same thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. I dislike ah! this. I regret it. <laughs> there was a shaped Wookiee in this episode. Or the remains of a shaved Wookiee in this episode. I was episode. like, just to, just to no, that was the first episode, wasn't it? No, and the, wasn't it this episode where they, the, the trans-dotion brought the Wookiee? Yeah, that's that the, the first, first episode. episode. was the first episode. Let's not make trans-dotion I rewatched them all. <laughs> I rewatched them all these last couple of days, so they were mixing, mixing in my brain. Maybe I'll just edit myself out of this episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> do not. Don't you maybe dare. Maybe this episode is just going to be the Rancor discussion and we thank you for courtship of Brithis Leia. And like, that's all this episode. <laughs> it's all we need. Oof. Oof. So I have to take it, bring us, bring it, wrap it, wrap it up. What? Oh God, I haven't done this usually. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at RoguePodron. Our email is RoguePodron at gmail.com. Our website is RoguePodron.com. You can subscribe to us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash RoguePodron. And listen to us on your favorite podcatcher leave us a nice review we will love you for it great so next time <laughs> on the Podrolorian, we're still talking about the book of boba fett and i don't think anything interesting is happening in star wars news lately so there's really nothing else for us to talk about anyway so until next time may both suns shine on your tail pass out <laughs> Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this, you. You fall, then you crawl, then you break, and you take what you get, and you turn it into. Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you faking.
I, uh, I found a picture that someone says Ron Perlman is shaved Chewbacca. And I got to say, they're not wrong. They're not wrong, but I still don't love it. I don't um, love it, but I got to, I got to, I got to post this. Here I, I re-listened to all of the Courtship Princess Padron, um a couple days ago and that shit still slaps. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was a good time. It, it's still extremely quality. And it's also before um, Dinner Leader and I started dating. So he still gets ah. glistening bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like right before. Yeah. It's you, you start to, starting to become it's like the lead in. awareness. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Panera Padron happens at the end of that season. And then we start dating. <laughs> Shit. That was a good season. Good season. Um, I just logged on to Spotify because uh, apparently Spotify is doing reviews now for podcasts, oh. although I'm not sure where they are. I don't see them anywhere. Maybe we just haven't got any in here. But anyways, our blurb on Spotify, in case anyone forgot, it's is really all wigs report in. Join Mash, Dash, Sash, Ash, and Hash on a disaster-fueled romp through Star Wars if you're lucky. <laughs> Why hasn't that changed? Why would it? Why would it? <laughs> <laughs> It tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> I love that I'm the only one who gets my actual name. <laughs> I forgot I did that. It was just what we added. And we're like, Ash is here. <laughs> that was like three years ago. It was so that still makes me laugh so much. Remember how long we had a roadpodger.tumblr.com that we didn't update? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> we're not and like we're not timely. That's one thing we've always known about Rogue Padron. We're reading yeah. we started reading the X-Wing books. We're not <laughs> Yeah. We're not on time. <laughs> um one of the great things also about Courtship Princess Padron is that it <laughs> it was also when um solo was being promoted and like when the uh <laughs> when the solar trailer dropped and we are incapable of having a conversation about solo <laughs> yeah. a something that is something that the Always. podcast has kept up to this day <laughs> every, danny tries to ask us a question and every time we just end up talking about something else <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right that really does track <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's perfect oh and- we have no rating that's why hey listeners we're still recording <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's right <laughs> give us a review on spotify what are you doing yeah this gets a spotify review in. yeah you, know, you all have spotify. if you if you like did your review like three years ago and you're like oh i wish i'd said this or i it's thought it's a really renew. funny joke i should have done now's your chance it's time to renew yeah and Saf will read that shit I will. I will read the hell out of it. So just write something. Do you leave a review on Spotify? Just write something really fucking stupid that you'll have to make sense. <laughs> yeah, make some yeah. Noises. Oh yeah, you can make me say whatever you say want. Whatever you want. Yeah. Just attach five stars to it. It won't. This is kind of cool though. It won't let me re- review it because I've never listened on Spotify. Oh, uh, like, that'll be why. Until you've listened to a few episodes. I've so. listened to a few episodes. Interesting. Yeah, maybe you can. Anyway, content. Yeah.